Hello everyone and welcome back to Safe Space, the official Safe in Our World podcast. For those who don't know, the main goal of Safe in Our World is to create and foster worldwide mental health awareness within the video games industry. My name is Rosie and today I am joined by Alex King, who is the community manager at Ripstone. Hello. Hi. Hello. It's nice to be here. It's nice to have you. Thank you so much for coming on to share your story. Yeah, no, no problem. I, I'm really excited. I think it'll be, be be nice to get it out there. One of one of those nice little feel good things to share with people. Yeah, totally. I always feel like once people have like really got everything off their chest and just been like, "This is me." It's just a nice feeling, isn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, for sure, absolutely. So, for those listening, would you mind giving them a little bit of an introduction as to who you are? Yeah, so my name's Alex. Uh, I'm the community manager at Ripstone Games in Liverpool. Um, basically, I, I work on a little bit of talking with our community, helping to foster a really cool place where everyone can be included and play our games and have a fun time, uh, as well as thinking about everything that sort of goes out player-facing, so things like um, how, our, how our UI interacts with people, how people are able to get into games and how they're able to, uh, how we then can communicate with them directly. So yeah, basically, if you ever see anything that comes to you from inside Ripstone, it's likely been, it's likely gone past me at some point. Nice. What, what do you think your favourite game that you've worked on has been? Oh, see, I've only been with Ripstone for a little bit and we've got this big one that I'm not allowed to talk about, coming out, which <laughs> is the most the exciting, <laughs> right? Um, but I... Previous to this job, I used to work on a massive game called uh, Golf Clash. Nice, yeah, I know Golf this... Clash. Oh, great! I, I mean, it was it was huge, and I think that was like the most exciting for me, for me because like it's not often you get to work with millions and millions of people. Yeah, that's... although a bit, bit bit terrifying. I was going to say it's like a little bit nerve wracking. It's very exciting, but a little bit nerve wracking at the same time. <laughs> Um, but but for us now, I, I mean, for the last year or so, I've been working on this one called Poker Club, which is our like big sort of poker simulator, and we have this really cool uh, like close knit community who run all these tournaments and stuff, and they're super fun to like hang out with and sort of get all the all, all those sort of cool events and everything with them. Uh, we got a really great bunch of people, and as I say, really excited to see how our next game shapes up once that's uh, you know. Once we're able to talk about that. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ripstone have always been like really keen with Safe in Our World, at least. I've had a few calls with the team over there and it's it's always a delight to chat with everyone. <laughs> Although yeah. I have to say it's quite fun because every time I have a call with them, it's uh, there's like five or six of you in the room and I feel very outnumbered. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I mean, especially in the last in the last sort of six months, we, we our marketing team has has grown. I think we're we were three people and we're now six. So we're, <laughs> every time we go to a meeting now, we've got so many people. Oh, no, um, I feel that though because at Safe, we've we've literally just brought on two more people, so we've effectively doubled our team. And it's a really weird feeling. It's lovely. It's really nice. But from to going from such a small team to like a slightly bigger one, it's like it takes some getting used to. Yeah, it, it really does. And you you find yourself like checking yourself all the time. You're like, oh yeah, because I, I used to just talk so casually with my team, and now I'm realizing that 
I'm talking to one person and not bringing it up with everyone else. And then yeah. suddenly there's these like bits of gaps of knowledge. And I'm like, oh no, I've got to check this with this guy who started in this position uh, and do work that other people have already done and all sorts of, uh, yeah. Wild. Nightmare, but also amazing. So before we get into your story, uh, I want to quickly ask about games because obviously it's a video games mental health podcast. We have to talk about games. Um, and so I just wanted to like hit me with your favorites, all time favorite games of all time ever. All time favorites. You, you'd think I would, I would have an answer for this that was like, you know, absolute. Um, but for me, it's got to be the childhood favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Alert 2 and Age of Empires because mm-hmm. the, those like RTSs were what I grew up on. And I think for Age of Empires as, as well, there's this huge interest for me because that game, I must have been, I must have played it for 20 years. And now, for some reason, Age of Empires 2 has a competitive scene where, you know, like people are competing for big prize money and it had this huge resurgence. And I just kind of can't get over it. That's I can't so believe weird. people are still playing games that I played when I was a kid. Yeah, I like on a slightly smaller scale, it's like RuneScape for me. I played that so much as a kid. And then having like, now that's called old school RuneScape, it hurts my heart a little bit. Doesn't it just? Right? Yeah, I, I I went back to it and I, I was I tried to play my old account and they're like, no, 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 we've upgraded that. Now you want to play, if you want to play how you used to play, enjoy starting from scratch. And I'm like, no, so many trees to chop so many fish to catch someone help right like i had a really my beloved character who was called dog dung 5000 because that was the sort of creative (laughs) child that i was got lost and i was like i could never log back in and i was devastated it was like honestly so tragic for me (laughs) yeah runescape is a classic if you if you never sunk you know like hundreds of hours into that have you really spent your time on the internet (laughs) exactly Oh man, God, what a game. And even like going into the wilderness and stuff, that was like the most anxiety inducing thing for me as a kid. Even as you said it, my I think my hands started shaking. <laughs> my mouth sort of slipped Start out. Started to get a bit sweaty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that's like a level of anxiety. I, I think e- even as a kid, I used to like, people used to go, oh, oh, I went out to the wilderness last night. I did this and this. I was like, no, 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 no. I was just chopping trees. You know, I, ju- I just want to get that 99 wood cutting. I don't, I don't need any of this stress. No. I'm, not, I'm not here for that. Exactly. I used to play with my brother a lot. And then it got to the point where he stopped caring about RuneScape. And so one day we he logged in as me, dropped all of our money and thought it was hilarious because he didn't care about the game anymore. I was like very much still invested and a kid and was just sobbing. So I was like, you've just lost everything. We've worked so hard to get. <laughs> and yeah, I just don't know if I can ever go back to it after that incident. That that is heartbreaking. Right. That is absolutely heartbreaking. That that <laughs> that like I I don't know whether you're allowed to just disown siblings, but that would have been a, a real deal breaker for me. Honestly, I think it like ruined our relationship for a little while, but it's fine. <laughs> We're friends again now. <laughs> just about. Just about. Yeah, I've just about forgiven him for it. So tell me about your story because you have a really like heartwarming piece to tell about games and and mental health and friendship and i'm just really excited to to share it yeah of course this uh, this is you know this is what i'm here for and this is the thing that 
is creating a new anxiety in me even now as we start to close in on the date. Um, so if I start from the, the end and work backwards, um, I'm about to fly over to De- to Denmark for uh, one of my best friend's wedding to be his best man, um, which is incredibly exciting because it's one of those things that like I always wanted to be close enough to people that I'd be the person that they called on to give that like obnoxious speech and, you know, um, <laughs> really sort of abuse them in front of all their friends and family, um, but in a loving way. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited and so nervous and it's so wonderful. Uh, and the, the way that it came about is absolutely brilliant. Um, so to sort of start from the beginning, now that I've done the end, um, it's around, I'd say, about 2012 when I was at uni, um, I joined a big Minecraft community with a... a it was for a YouTuber called Jesse Cox, if you've ever heard of him. Mm-mm. And um, we, I used to go on, I used to play games on there, and I used to build all these awful, awful, just big brick houses and things that just looked like they were a, a Minecraft block, but larger. Uh, and the longer that I played, the, the, the more I started to engage with like the people, and I ended up joining a, a TeamSpeak. And actually, through that, ended up playing games with a lot of people on there. Um, and over time, became really good friends with them. I think to the point where I, I almost had a preference to staying in and playing games with my friends rather than, uh, you know, and, and for uni in particular, yeah. uh, going out drinking, which was, I, I think, probably great for my wallet, not so great for my <laughs> local social life. <laughs> well, it was just a different type of social life, isn't it? Well, that's, I mean, that's what I've learned, right? That That's the, the, the key takeaway from this entire story, I think, is uh, that you your social life is what works for you, not what people expect of you. Yeah, 100%. Um, but anyway, basically, we started playing loads of other games, and I, I made a really close-knit group of friends, sort of four or five of us, and um, we started going to conventions together, we started going to iSeries, uh, you know, we, we met up, we were flying from countries sort of all over the world. We used to have people come in from the US. We used to have people come in from, you know, all sorts of different European countries. And we, we all just got really tight. Uh, and I think sort of through playing games now over the terrifyingly last 10 years, um, although we're definitely getting worse at games over time, I'll tell you that <laughs> for sure. Um, we've gotten closer and closer. And yeah, what's crazy is to go from a point where we were all you know, playing games and living in our parents' houses to a to a place where we're all considering things like marriage and mortgages, and for it to become this sort of real, um, real life sort of really engaged friendship that is the kind of thing that you know means that we can go to each other's mar- uh, each other's weddings and uh, you know experience those really big life events is is amazing. It's and so I'm nice. so excited for it. I love that. Because it's like been such a long time as well that you've been friends. You've like grown up together. It's lovely. Right. And that's, that's, it's so crazy. I, I think despite, you know, having been friends with these people and having been so close with them all for so long, I, I think if you'd have asked me in 2012, whether I was still going to be, you know, like 
best friends with some of these guys. I, I don't know that I'd have said yes, but it, it, the fact that we are is is just incredible. The thing is as well, like it's, I, I, you're not alone in that because I know so many people who've had like not quite best man stories, <laughs> but who have known people through games and been like become best friends, like found partners through like our uh, our colleague Jake found his partner through Minecraft. Like it's truly amazing. Like the power of games will never cease to amaze me. <laughs> it, it's it's great, right? It, I mean, it's the modern version for for people in in our sort of sphere of connecting through a, a mutual interest. You know, it, it's it's like going to a club uh, where you what what do people do? I'm, I'm going to say. Bulls. Is that a relevant reference? No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. What, what do normal people do? Um, yeah, sure. You, let's say you let's play say a game. You, you are pool. working on a game about pool and you thought of bulls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Shame I don't on know you. What, <laughs> what people are doing these days. Um, but, but it's that, right? It's, it's connecting over a mutual interest and you always you're going to make good friends with people who start from a point of wanting to do the same things. And that, that's what's, that's what's amazing about gaming communities. You're, you're entering it knowing that people in there are going to be like-minded and are going to want to do the same kinds of things that you do. Well, that's it, isn't it? Because if you're playing a game with someone, you automatically at least have one thing in common because you're both playing the same game, which is a great starting point. And especially for people who I think might struggle to make friends or or have like social anxiety about this sort of thing, it's like a really nice, easy step for them to, to get in there and like really, you know, put themselves out into the world. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, if if you're gonna go and, and start something, it, you know, it's not in person. Quite often, a lot of these games have in-game chats. No one's going to ask you to have a camera on. You you really can take your own measure of what you want from it and how much you're willing to put in. Uh, I, I know for for me, for a long time, it was just text chat and. Um, you know, finding people to sort of run around with. And then once I joined on voice chat, that's sort of where it all really kicked off. But you really can control your own, like, energy input. I think particularly a lot of us in the gaming industry find ourselves to be on the introverted side of things. And so big big social outputs can be quite hard. And being part of those communities, you can control that. You can choose when you want to log on. You can choose when you you know want to spend your time with that. And that's what makes them so powerful. What do you think that you would say to someone who maybe wanted to join a games community, whether they were in the industry or not, and was just kind of like worried about making the first step, was maybe a little bit anxious because... You know, not all gaming communities are as uh, welcoming as others. I would say that there's very little risk in giving it a go. Um, yes, I absolutely agree. There, there are plenty of places out there where uh, there's already established groups or that people are, for some reason that I'm sure n- no one no one that we know would understand is closed off to people mm. um, and, and, and unfriendly. But, you, you know, if you go in and you give them a chance and you go, oh, this isn't for me, you just step back out and, and have a look at something else. 
you know that there's a lot of different places to put yourself and a lot of communities to get involved in um and honestly if you go in and and you're genuine and it's something you enjoy and it's a, a space that makes sense to you 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 will enjoy it yeah I'd also like to add as well, there's, there's nothing wrong with lurking for a little bit. If you're kind of still trying to figure out what a community is about and whether or not you feel safe, you don't have to engage immediately. Like You can just hang out and see whether you think it's somewhere that you'd like to stay. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's, um, yeah. Lurking is like 90% of the internet, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you're not going to want to be everywhere all of the time. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> you don't need to. Um it took me a while to be able to find like a group of friends who I was like, oh, I really like feel like we're on the same page with a lot of things and we've all got the same sense of humor and it's great. But that took like a long time to be able to get get to. Um, so as well, like be patient and it's, you know, there'll be something. Yeah. I mean, no, no one, if you join a gaming community, you are there to play games from an initial standpoint, right? So no one's asking you to go on there and share your life story or to tell them things about yourself. But if you go and you play games and you find people who are the right fit, then those things come with time. And that's when you start to make those really strong, lasting friendships. Yeah, I totally agree. I want to talk a little bit more about games, but more specifically about any games that kind of stood out for you as being really immersive for your mental health or maybe made you be more introspective about your own mental health? So there are two sides to, to, to games that I sort of see like this. The main one for me is I love games that really just suck me in and take me out of the world around me. Uh, things that allow me to wind down and relax uh, almost in a meditational state. Mm-hmm. So I've always loved um, grand strategy games, things that... um, So there's a a developer called Paradox, and they put out a bunch of games like Stellaris, Europa, uh, Hearts of Iron, probably the least relaxing of the bunch. (laughs) And they're these incredibly complex, um, really uh, like in-depth games. And I think if you start playing them, they, they tend to eat away at, at your time yeah you know you, they're the kind of things that you pick up thinking oh, i'm gonna give it a quick half hour and then suddenly it's 12 at night um and, and one of the amazing things for me is that uh, kind of no matter where i am in my day I, I i play one of those games and any sort of stress or anxiety by by the time i've sort of gotten sat down and gotten engaged with them it really gets you know blown away and I'm, I'm so engaged with the game that I, I don't have that anymore yeah I've I've had that a lot recently with um Assassin's Creed Odyssey I'm like obsessed because it's such a big map as well and you're just kind of you can just do what you want like you're just running around you can go fight people if you want to you can just go and be sneaky you can do loads of little side quests and it's just like because there's so much to do it's like the the best thing to consume my time if I've got like a really anxious mind. Yeah, hundred percent. If you're an if you're an overthinker, which I am, and it sounds like you are yeah, a little snap. bit, <laughs> having something that just sucks you in and that just like it takes up a hundred percent of your brain power, it is ideal, right? That especially if you're 
if, again, a bit like me, you like to have something on in the background as well that really, and, and you just sort of light a candle, get your favorite, you know, fizzy drink or, you know, snack at the side and you just, right, this is it. This is four hours of my time to just do what I want to do, to just sink into it and to immerse myself in a, in a different and engaging world. Oh, totally. Like sitting down, Assassin's Creed on one screen, a podcast on the other, or like a TV show on the other, because I have to like, cons- my brain wants to consume everything all at the time. And then like a pint of Pepsi Max, you've lost me, like I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a few days. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Like <laughs> with an Udi, just like really cozy. Oh, the dream. <laughs> See, now, now I just want to do it now that, what I've done is set myself into a mood where I'm ready to go and do I that. No, me too. Why did we start this conversation? <laughs> Amazing. I mean, I mean that that just shows you, right? That for for both of us, in both cases, it's it's kind of such a, a, a an ingrained, not necessarily coping mechanism, but like a, a a strong way of creating a positive experience. That when we think about it, it, it makes you want to go and do it. Yeah, as well, and like. For a lot of people, because like I'm introverted as well, right? And I, I think, I think the terminology of that is like you get your energy from recharging uh, rather than from other people, for the most yeah. part. Um, and so I think people think that when I'm saying like, oh, I'm going to go and like, this is people outside of the games industry or people who mm-hmm. like maybe aren't on the same, like they don't quite understand games. Uh, in the same way like parents and such I'll be like I'm just gonna go and like chill and sit with a game for a while on my own and they're like oh that's so sad like why (laughs) why would you do that And I'm like I'm having the best time like I don't understand why you think this is miserable I'm literally it's me time yeah 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 yeah. 100% 100% say why don't you take a break from from your game and go outside and I don't want to go outside I'm currently, you know, I'm walking through ancient Greece right now. I don't, I don't care about your outside. I've got this, like, the, you know, people have crafted this world to entertain me. Yeah. This, this absolutely brilliant, exciting world that's full of stuff to do. And you want me to go and, you know, walk around in English rain? Yeah. Like outside has its place. Don't get me wrong. But also <laughs> like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with not wanting to be outside all the time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, you, when you've got you, when you've got all these amazing things that sort of on your on your doorstep, when you've got your you know your Steam library full of three hundred games, and you've got all oh, all I these don't. games that are just <laughs> hours and hours of space for you to you know play about with it. It's the the options are kind of limitless, and it it's exciting, and it's kind of yeah. I mean, I mean, it just gives you everything that you could you could possibly want as an introvert do you find it a little bit overwhelming because there's so many choices like i recently downloaded game pass and was like downloaded it i got game pass and was just like oh my god there's every game i've always wanted to play on here and now i don't know where to start so i just won't (laughs) i love a bit of choice paralysis right choice paralysis perfect yeah that's exactly what it is there's so much that i couldn't possibly pick one thing so instead i'm going to pick no things yeah instead i'm just it's like on the netflix home screen when you're just scrolling and you're like well i'll just do this for an hour and then i'll go to bed because i don't i don't want to actually watch anything i just want to see all the options 
I, I could watch any one of these like seven new exciting looking programs, or I could rewatch The Office again. Don't, because it... <laughs> that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not intending to call you God, out. Just at me to... already, like, and I do the same thing with like documentaries. It's just such a weird thing to do. But I'm like, oh my god, this documentary about killer whales. Let me watch it one more time. <laughs> it's such a weird thing to do because people have come in before, like, into my room, and they're like, "Are you watching that again? Like, why? Why are you doing that?" <laughs> It's really sad. I'm like, I don't know. I just find comfort in watching the same thing again. Oh no! I think I think we've discovered too much familiarity through this. <laughs> Are we? we the same person? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and this and this is how friendships are made through games. Exactly. Right? See the power of games. Oh, I love it. Sh- shared interests and accidentally talking about stuff that you had no intention of bringing up as a topic. Yes. Oh my God. Um, a slight update. There's a wasp that's in my room and I don't like wasps and <laughs> trying not to freak out. Um, <laughs> Jake, we might have to cut this bit <laughs> while I go and squash this wasp. Oh my God. Right. I'll be... <laughs> Hang on. Um, oh no. Oh, please go away. Hang on. For podcast listeners, Rosie has run around the room chasing a wasp. Oh my god. Conquered! I did it. Amazing. Oh god, I did not need that energy right now. (laughs) (laughs) This was the already warm, already like a little bit tense. For those listening, like just just before we started recording, my mouse decided to die. In terms of like my computer mouse, I don't have a pet mouse. My my computer mouse died, and then I was like scrambling around in my loft trying to find a mouse where I could see Alex was in the waiting room. And I was, oh my god, it was so stressful. And then the wasp on top of that has just been too much for a Tuesday. There you go, though. That's that's your third disaster now, so you're in the clear. Oh, gosh, you're right. Yeah, they all come in threes, but just all at once. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, time, it's time to relax now, time to time to unwind. Yeah, you know what, Jake? Leave it in. This is real. This is what podcasting is like sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast where someone has been chased around by wasps, See? but I love it. Exactly. Yeah. This is a new experience for everyone. It's exciting and new. If it was any bigger, I might have had a, a small breakdown. Um, but we're, we're all good. <laughs> Amazing. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> but Alex, where, where can people find you online? Oh, they, so this is the this is the best thing, right? My my Twitter handle is Orkai was taken. Okay. If you couldn't guess the origin of that, it is my online name and it was already stolen. And so Orkai was taken. Amazing. <laughs> we love a bit of backstory as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, otherwise, you'll find me on all the Ripstone channels, generally, you know, messing about and putting out content that definitely shouldn't be there. <laughs> That's fine. I will put all of the Ripstone links and your Twitter as well in the description. Um, but thank you all so much for listening and if you are struggling please know that you're not alone there's a lot of support out there there's a lot of gaming communities out there and there's definitely one for you somewhere Um, but if you're looking for somewhere to start please do visit our website at safeinourworld.org to find a list of global helplines as well as a lot of information about different feelings and symptoms if you're looking for a gaming community to start and join uh, you can come and join us on discord at discord.gg slash safer together But thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.